You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. Today, we've got one of my favorite guests on, Dr. Tony Camancho. And not only is she a PhD, but she is also one of the best herbalists that I have ever experienced. Boy, she knows medicine and it's non-toxic. It's all for Mother Nature. So I am delighted that she's here today. We're going to be talking about allergies and what you can actually do to combat that without taking the antihistamines and, and everything that is just toxic to the body. And we want to stop that because you deserve to be healthy and not to get repeat illnesses and viruses and all that. That's what herbs do. It heals you completely so you don't have to worry about it coming back. So I am thrilled and especially about this subject because spring is going to be coming up shortly and we're all going to be facing the um, wonderful (laughs) weather out there and hay fever allergies and everything. So I'm glad she's here. And before we bring out Tony, hey, the cruise, the cruise. Oh my gosh. I know every time I mention this, people are saying, oh, I wish I could go. I wish I could go. I know this to be true. So what you need to be asking is why can't I go? What's stopping me? We can do this. Don't let those doubts interfere. If you say, I'm going to go, then let the universe take over and provide everything. And you will be surprised. Now, we still got another 30 days before they say no more. We've got plenty of rooms left on the ship. So there's still time that you can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you want to come, why don't you just give me a call and talk to me and we'll figure out how you can do it. You can just go to staff at LOARadioNetwork.com. I'll get the email and give me your phone number and let's talk and figure things out. You're going to be amazed. That's really not difficult at all. Whole bunches, whole bunch of solutions are out there. So come and join us on this cruise of a lifetime. You're going to love it. And with that, let's take a fast break and we'll be back with Dr. Tony Camacho. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Are you ready for a healthy 2019? Well, if you are, I've got an easy way to heal anything that ails you. And it's all from Mother Nature. If you're suffering from constant stress or issues with menopause, prostate, respiratory problems, IBS, psoriasis, and eczema, or even sleep issues, then Mother Nature's miracles are waiting for you. I know this works because I have resolved my health issues in 2018 using Dr. Tony Camancho Herbal Tinctures, and I have never felt better. These herbal products really do work. Instead of using toxic medications, try these organic 
herbal products and you will experience some amazing outcomes that Mother Nature intended since the beginning of time. Go to drtonycamacho.com to buy pre-made tinctures or to set up a consultation in which she can make a tincture specifically for your ailment. Go back to Mother Nature and Dr. Tony Camacho. Visit drtonycamacho.com. That is D-R-T-O-N-I-C-A-M-A-C-H-O.com. Well, welcome back, Dr. Tony Comancho. Thank goodness for you. I'm so glad because we always have so much fun talking. Hi, Jules. How are you? I'm so happy to be on your show again. Oh, I'm thrilled. And I just want to tell you that we've kind of been talking a couple of days. It was an emergency. And who do I call? The first person I reach for is... Tony, so I'm calling up on the phone. I'm going, I got an emergency. My grandkid is really sick. I need something. He can't walk. His leg is hurting. He's got huge sores on it. It's just incredible. And uh, I and Tony said, take him to emergency. Yes, yes. Not to treat, but just to find out the diagnosis. Yes, because medical... Hospitals and the medical community has great tools to help us diagnose what we have. It's one of the things that we can take advantage of. They have the technology. And if we know what we're dealing with, it's easier to treat it and quicker, right? Because I could start guessing based on what I see, and we can take a week. And sometimes it's very dangerous, right? I'm, I'm waiting a week to see if something reacts. And so it was easier for me to say, okay, sores, cuts. Well, let's make sure that there's not an infection. And obviously, I, I know this type of thing because I have the training. So I know that with sores, it could be some sort of infection or an allergy reaction, but I really needed to know before I treated it. So I, uh, I asked him, well, you know what? As soon as possible, take him to the ur to urgent care because, um, again, if I would have felt that it wasn't serious, I would have said, take him to the doctor and then call me. But in this case, he couldn't walk. He was in a lot of pain. The sores were huge. So to me, it's like, no, we need to know. This could be very serious. So we need to know if he, need, he um, you know, his life could be in danger. So we'll take him to urgent care and then we'll deal with what happens after. And so that's what you did. And then you called me with the diagnosis. Yes. And it was a staph infection, which was serious, very yes. serious and very dangerous. But the doctor, of course, just prescribed antibiotics and here was Tony to the rescue because yeah. we didn't have to take the antibiotics. No, I mean, we, could, we took uh, natural antibiotics or antimicrobials that we call it. Uh, in, in natural medicine, we're not allowed to say antibiotics, but we can say the word antimicrobial. And the, with a staph infection, like you said, is very, very serious. And if you do a little bit of research, and I'm sure doctors already know this, it's highly resistant. Not all of them are treatable with antibiotics, but that's all they have. And so they have to give it a try because it's such a dangerous uh, problem that they have to um, treat it. And so what they do is they give you an antibiotic and then they wait to see if it helps. And that's what they tell you. If it doesn't get better, come back. And then they try a stronger one and they keep going like that. And so I've seen it with some clients. It takes months and they're still going around in circles trying to get rid of it. And what's happening during that time is that their immune system is getting weaker because you're taking an antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic. And what we need in that case is, uh, one, to take antimicrobial herbs, and two, to have your immune system be strong. If your immune system is strong, you're going to survive the majority of things that come your way. And so, you know, we have to do things that to, to take care of the immune system, like eating healthy. Like, like I told your grandson, it's like no sugar, you know, from here until we fight this. And, and this is not an option or like a, a, one, one day I can do it and the day I can. It's like I really need to, your, to get your immune system up and, you know, up and going and eat a lot of greens, things that will, you know, make your body alkaline and healthier. And, of course, I, I, I created a formula that fights uh, resisting viruses and, and bacteria. And to be honest, I'm not allowed by the FDA to say that I treat. So I, I support his system. Um, 
And so that's, that's, so even though you hear me use the word support, it is treating, but I can't use the word legally. Yeah, right. But so you made this concoction. I I like that word because, and it was very powerful. You said this is really, really strong because we've got to nip it in the bud real fast. And, and not only does he take it once or twice, he takes it every two hours and it's, it's constant. And he has been doing it because thank goodness, Tony scared my 24 year old grandkid like this is it. You better do it. I, I'm so grateful. Anyway, he wakes up today and the pain is so much less. So within 24 hours, there has been a dramatic difference. Now, staff is something that, like you said, with antibiotics, it sticks around. It doesn't go away really fast. But here with Mother Nature, it's fast. And he's feeling the difference within 24 hours. That's incredible to me. Yes, and the plants are um, are alive too, right? And so a, a virus, a bacteria, they're also alive. So it's a difference between when they give you a synthetic antibiotic that is meant to kill certain things, and if those things don't match exactly what they are, then it doesn't work. Or if it's the, the, the bacteria or viruses became uh, so smart, because those little creatures are smart. Believe me, I've been studying virus and bacteria. They're fascinating. Considering that they're such a tiny little thing, their need to survive is so incredible that they will do anything to survive. And so that's why they have become resistant to our antibiotics because they actually learn from it and because they've been exposed to it so much. And then they teach their children, if you want to call them, uh, how those antibiotic works so the next generation is resistant to it. And so that's how it's been happening. But with Mother Nature, it's again, you have something alive and, and something alive, and this is stronger than, than the other, right? Like I see it like when you have just like normal survival of the species, right? You have a lion and the lion eats the zebra, right? So we can say like the, the herbs are like the lion and the virus and bacteria are like the zebra. The lion is always going to win. I mean, there are times that the zebra can outsmart the lion and you could, <laughs> with, you know, with virus and bacteria, but most of the time they're, they have the smartness that the plants to go and so that's why it go and attack that. So that's why it doesn't, it's, you know, they don't get resistant to it. Now, there are some plants that tend to be more, I'm sorry, tend to get rid of virus and others that are more affinity towards bacteria, some others to fungi and sometimes and sometimes for uh, parasites. And then there are some that are more broad spectrum Then no matter what you have, they will, they will do it. So you got to know which herbs to use. Yeah. And, and also you have to have somebody like, I, I told him, take it every two hours. And that's just a little bit. It's not like the health food store that you take 30 drops. I'm giving him a teaspoon at a time. But he's also under my supervision. And they're also my herbs. And I know that I extracted them, so I know how potent they are. So it's not just I went and Google and say, okay, now I take it. So right. Under a supervised person. And I would recommend that with something as serious of, of a staph infection, not to do it like go Google and see what herbs, but work with somebody that knows. If there's, you know, we were talking about just a cold or a flu, then yeah, go ahead and Google and buy your herbs. But if something this serious, you either work with someone, a practitioner that knows what they're doing, or go see a doctor. And, exactly. And that's what I told you, right? I told you, if he's not going to follow my instructions to the letter, then he's better off working with the doctor and be in a hospital because a staph infection, especially as bad as this was, could be deadly, right? So you don't want to play around with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Fortunately, he was in so much pain that he wanted to do anything he could to get out of the pain. That was a blessing in disguise. And so he's really paying attention and taking it every two hours. But you only have to take it for like two days and then you slow it down. Yes, because I wanted to saturate his body as, as much as possible. And so that's why I say every two hours. But again, he's under my supervision if he starts feeling you know, gross or not good, then I'll bring the dose down. Um, and so in two days, his body's going to be completely saturated with the herbs. And then we can do a normal, a normal dose. And, you know, until the, until it disappears. 
That's good. That's great. Well, I am so relieved because I was panicking, uh, of course. Uh, anything that has to do with kids and yeah. my grandkids. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I go crazy. Anyway, so thank you so much for helping me out with that. That's why I swear by Dr. Tony Camancho. I got to tell you, she's helped me dramatically heal something that normally takes six months, a year to heal and and here I am back to normal that I, I just never thought I'd get this far so fast so I'm just and I'm still walking three miles every morning ah! awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving it so with that let's get on to a, a subject that we had discussed because it's springtime and yes. it happens in the spring Especially after all these wonderful rains. Oh, yeah. It's going to be after all this rain in California. Oh, we're going to have a, a bad allergy season. Yes. yes. So, so what do, first of all, what is an allergy to begin with? What is that? So an allergy is, is your immune system reacting to an external substance that it doesn't recognize that it's not harmless and it starts attacking itself. And that's when you start getting like, starting to get rid of it. That's when you get the watery eyes and the runny nose and all that mucus. The mucus is trying to push that out. But in reality, there's nothing there. You know, there's no virus or bacteria to get out. Not, you know, there's no pathogen. And so, you know, some people are born with some allergies and some people acquire them. And to me, if you're born with it, it's, it's usually you're going to have to maintain it for the rest of your life. But if you acquire it, I've seen it disappear. And I'm, a, I'm an example of, of that. I developed the allergies, the seasonal allergies when I had adrenal fatigue because my immune system was so complex. Sure. And so, you know what most people say as usual, oh, as you're getting older. That's what happens when you get older. You get all these symptoms. And I said, no, that's not true. Yes, of course, we age and our body starts breaking down and we're not going to, you know, be perfect like we were when we were young, but you don't have to have all these symptoms as you age. And so when he was healing the adrenal fatigue and also boosting my immune system, and even after the adrenal fatigue was uh, gone, my immune system was still struggling. And I had that, uh, the allergy. And for me, it's really bad because I don't get the runny nose. I get congestion and it's all the way up here. Ooh. And it's so high that then it goes to my ear. And I, I have uh, vertigo. So once it goes to my ear, then I can get like eight hours of vertigo. It's pretty bad. So it wasn't like a fun allergy. Not that all allergies are fun, but it was a pretty severe. And so the way I was treating it was just uh, with natural natural um, remedies, like making sure like when the allergy season came along, I used a neti pot, you know, and rinse my nose. Um, I, I took herbs to, I have an allergy formula that I designed that is an antihistamine. And it also helps with the system symptoms. So I took it before allergy season. And then when allergy season came along, I didn't have any problems. With time, they went away. Because I, you know, I, I, I assessed myself and I could tell that I had something called, what Chinese medicine called dampness in the body. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I talked about it before. Dampness is like having mud, you know, in your system. And mucus is kind of like muddy, right? And so I started taking a formula to remove that dampness from my body. And, you know, a lot of herbs and spices that are like dispersing, like cinnamon and cayenne. And, and so it started moving that mud that I had in my system and doing gone and, you know, energy moving exercise and, and boosting my immune system. And so like it's been two years, I don't have allergies anymore. Um, wow. Yeah. If I start eating sugar or if I start eating milk, um, I'm, it's like I'm already sensitive to it. Boom, it comes back. And so I know that there's some triggers that I just avoid during the allergy season, you know. Okay, so you can avoid them during allergy season, but can you do it when it's not? You can have sugar and a little bit of milk? Um, I, I could, but nobody should anyways. It, it impacts me in a different, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, it impacts me in a different way. Um, I can have a little bit of milk, I don't even like it anymore, milk, because I'm so used to not eating it. Uh, but sugar, right? That's one that gets all of us. And then you go to a party and there's a little bit of cake. And then there's the people that say, well, it's natural. And, and then they tempt you more. It's natural. Oh, gosh, I know. You know, it has this and that, but this also has sugar in it. And so 
I immediately get bloated. So when I when I so I know the that I shouldn't. It's just my body saying you're done with the sugar. And there's so many natural uh, desserts. Like I make my own desserts, and really mine are truly a superfood. You know, they're they're made with instead of milk, I use cashew a cream that I make from scratch, and it's Ooh. and I and instead of sugar, I will use a little bit of honey or maple syrup, and not even that much, like a tablespoon or a teaspoon. For an entire like pot, like a pie, what I call my cheesecake is my fake cheesecake, and, uh, and sometimes I put fruit in it to sweeten it instead of the you know the 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 maple syrup or the honey. Sometimes I infuse the honey with herbs and spices like cinnamon, and then I add that, and so Ooh. that flavor. And so now you're eating like this cashew bar instead of an ice cream bar, you know, and it, I freeze it, and, and it's so delicious. So you really don't need the sugar or the milk. You can do, you can do desserts that are actually nutritious for you. And they have all this stuff that will make you feel good instead of bad. So just have to. Yeah. You know, I use stevia and then I was just reading that stevia is actually great for a diabetic because it helps reverse the diabetes. I'm going, wow. Now who would have known that? Wow. Yeah, no, it's uh, these plants, right? They're sweet, but they also, it's almost like a sign. And that's how they used to study herbs. It was more like, well, what does it feel like to eat this? It's sweet. So that means that it, that it helps the pancreas, right? Or it helps the part of the body that deals with the sweetness. So that's how they used to study herbs before science came along and, and, exper- and experiments. So yeah, or sometimes they used to look at it. Oh, it looks like this, so that means it help. It looks like a kidney, so that means it might help the kidneys. I don't know if that works, but that's how they used to do it. You know? Oh yeah, I think I did an article on that. You, everything has a what it resembles is what it's yeah. good for. Um, you know, I just discovered something, and I was so surprised. I like to take Epsom salt baths because uh-huh. it's just so relaxing. But little did I know that the Epsom salt is really magnesium. Mm-hmm. And magnesium is one of the things that everybody is lacking because, yes. you know, it's hard to ingest. Yes. So when I take a bath without even knowing, I was wondering why I was feeling so good, but it was seeping in through all the pores. So I'm getting like magnesium every single night and it helps me to sleep. Oh my goodness. So that is the perfect way to end every day with Epsom salt, which is magnesium. Now, I never knew that until a couple of weeks ago. Did you know that magnesium is one of the main causes of depression too? No. Yes, it is. Uh, Magnesium deficiency is a cause of depression. So a lot of people are depressed. And they're, all they have is a lack of magnesium, magnesium. And about 80% of the population has a magnesium deficiency in this country. Yeah. Wow. Great way to, to have magnesium in your, in your life. Yeah. Plus it's relaxing and fun and it's a good, yeah. Great. No wonder I've been in such a good mood. <laughs> no, I had no idea, but really for depression, it's, magnesium oh that's brilliant i'm gonna i'm gonna always remember that but what a way to get it into your body it's like Uh taking doses without without even taking doses so Mm -hmm. oh that's wonderful is there anything else like with the bath that we should be that we could seep in through the pores yes well you can add essential oils to it and it depends on what you you know to the salt you can mix it in the salt and uh, and, and now you have like this, or you can just throw it into the bath. It doesn't have to be mixed into the salt. Uh, but you can, depending on what you need, right? If you're depressed or sad or stressed, you can add lavender. Um, you can add geranium rose. It's amazing for women with PMS and also for mood. Nutmeg is great for depression. Lemon balm calm. So there's so many essential oils that you can add to your bath and, and improve your health. If you're having a cold, you can add eucalyptus or peppermint. Wow. It will open your sinuses. Uh, if you're going to, you know, talking about allergy seasons and throwing some eucalyptus in there, it prevents infection and it opens the, your sinus too. So it's a double whammy there. So there, I mean, there's so many essentials. Just 
pick the one that meets your your needs. Right? We can do a whole session on essential oils, you know, talk on, on the radio. There's so many and they all do different things. So I, I know I've got my I got my whole bunch of them, you know, together. I mean, about 20 of them. I just love them. But I never knew and never thought of. But I'm new to taking baths. So I've only been doing it for like a month. It's like I'm missing so much. It's like, this is so much better than a shower. And I I haven't had a shower in in so long. It's like, what a blessing. I really never knew. And it's so, so much better for you. Oh, yeah. You know, you can also use herbs, uh, like dry herbs instead of the essential oils. It's like bathing in a tea. You know, but you what you can do you can either throw the, the herbs on in the top, but that becomes messy, or you can put put them in a muslin bag and then just let them. Oh. And so it's like it, there's actually therapy that is bathing therapy that they use the herbs, and it's like literally instead of drinking the tea, you're bathing in the tea, and then you can you can even do like shy tea, and that increases circulation and it's antimicrobial, and it smells wonderful too. So now you you know you're bathing in your shy tea. Or again, you can use eucalyptus and lemon, and now you have a lemony thing, and um, or peppermint, and now it's more uplifting. Yeah, a rosemary too, because I started growing some rosemary. But rosemary is like an antibiotic too, or a microbiotic. It's an it's an antioxidant, and oh. yeah, and it increases circulation, so it's good for headaches and it's good for migraines. Um, it increase, especially in this upper part of the body, that's where rosemary increases circulation. So if you're having trouble thinking and concentrating, that's another one um, that is good. That is good for you. Okay. So taking a bath and being able to not only absorb it, but you're smelling it from the heat. Boy. Uh-huh. Now talk about a wonderful treatment for allergies. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yes. Wow. But you wrote an article about the food uh, that causes allergies. Explain that. So if we're talking about specifically foods for um, uh, hay fever, right? I will, if I were you during this time, I will stop eating like peanuts and sugar, minimize the sugar as much as you can and dairy and alcohol and coffee. I know people that, you know, love their coffee, but it's a known allergen, right? And it affects the gut. And so it, if you can try to minimize that or use a coffee substitute made with chicory, barley, um, you know, Tishino is a great brand. And if you're gluten intolerant, then uh, Tishino has made one with dandelion. And oh, yeah. yeah. It's very delicious. It tastes like coffee, but you're not drinking the coffee. And it's good for you because it detoxes your liver, too. A lot of allergies, too. And that was the case with me is having a, um, a liver that is not working correctly. And it's not recognized by the medical community because it's not a, a liver that has a, a gross pathology. It's not something you can see on an ultrasound. So Tony, what foods do we have to watch that may trigger some allergies? Are there some normal everyday stuff that can just trigger it right off the bat? Yeah, so there are foods that make allergies worse. It doesn't mean that if you don't have allergies, if you eat these foods, you're going to develop allergies. It's just if you already have them, it can make them worse. And that's alcohol and coffee and uh, peanuts and sugar, of course. Sugar is pretty bad. It just sugar because it weakens your immune system. So if your immune system is not working correctly, then you're going to have a harder time dealing with, with allergies. And coffee, if you really love your coffee, you can try a coffee substitute, something made with chicory, barley. And if you're gluten intolerant, then you can try like Tashino's uh, dandelion blend, which is made with dandelion leaf, which is great for your liver too. And sometimes allergies may be caused by a sluggish liver. And a sluggish liver is not something you're going to recognize like in an ultrasound or a test. It's just a sign of, that your body is saying, hey, I'm struggling here with all the toxins that I have. You know, It could be toxins that you eat, that you put on your skin or stress or whatnot. So helping the liver a little bit. Uh, push that out the uh, helps and so it is a, a double whammy you get your energy you get your drink and now you're helping your liver at the same time so that's called dandelion blend from Tashino. oh it's a great a great product well can you put like cinnamon because cinnamon is so healthy for you can you put cinnamon in coffee 
or to to help counteract some of the stuff or will that make it worse? Well, it won't it won't counteract it and it won't make it worse. It, it's good to have cinnamon regardless in what form you take it. It's the actual irritant. The caffeine is so irritant to your body, especially the colon. And if your colon is not in the if it kills the probiotics and, and you know the good bacteria in your gut and, and so the acidity. And so it might not, not be the best thing for you to to have it. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with that. So if you can bring up to less, you know, maybe just one cup a day instead of two or three cups. So everything in moderation, right? Including moderation. Um, and so with moderation, you should be fine. But if you know you already have allergies, especially for those that acquire the allergies later in life. Yeah. That are born with it, they're kind of used to it. But if you acquire it later in life, that means there's something in your system that is not working correctly. It's either liver or immune system or something is going on there that we need to look into and see why you're reacting to, to things. And like I said, I've seen people that acquire the allergies with herbs, just get rid of them and nutrition, changing your diet and cleansing your body, they, they go away. So allergies are not necessarily a lifelong condition like hay fever or whatever. You just have to really pay attention to the food that you're eating. The food and the and and how, you know, what 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 is your situation? Everybody's different. Are you stressed all the time? Well, that's taxing your immune system. Go back to the adrenals. Well, um, is if are you eating a lot of junk? So then your liver's not working correctly. So each person will be different. Uh, and that's why it's good to see the whole package. Okay, what's going on? Have you been taking a lot of antibiotics? Have you been uh, chronic stress, anxiety? You know, you have to see the picture and then you address that. And you're right. If you acquire it late in life, you don't have to live with them. Like I said, I am proof of that. I have them and they're gone. And I had to put effort into it and to get rid of them. And, and I was really tired of it because vertigo, is, like I said, is not fun. So you know, kind of vertigo pushes you over the edge to say, yeah, yeah I'd rather not eat sugar than have vertigo, right? Right. <laughs> right. So sometimes you need like a, a severe symptom like that to wake you up and, and do something. Yeah, that's what happened to me. But so it's really kind of neat that you don't have to keep on taking antihistamines to yeah. get over it, which pharmaceutically it's not really doing anything to cure yes. the allergy, right? Yes. And have you seen the list of side effects of those? No. They're, they're pretty horrible. And I even had a client um, that came to me with prostate issues and, you know, and ED and things like that. And I'm like, well, let's go see what's going on. Cause he was young, young guy, uh, younger than me. And I said, well, mm -hmm. let's see what's going on. If it's not emotional, and we went through how he ate and what he did. And, and then I noticed, oh, you're taking antihistamines. He's like, yeah, I have really bad allergies. And, and I said, well, did you know that that's a side effect of the... Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, your issues correlate with a side effect of those medications. And he's like, no. I said, I don't know if that's what it is, but let's give it a try. Let's get you off of those antihistamines. And then I made him a formula. And he loves my formula, by the way. That's, that's what he, he took. Every time before the allergy season, he was taking it a lot. And then during the allergy season, he didn't need it often. So he was just taking it less. And within a year, now he doesn't even need my formula. It's gone, completely gone. And I, I was more giving him something to, you know, treat the symptoms, but the herbs completely heal him. Um, now, we also dealt with, it was the antihistamine because as soon as he started, stopped taking them, he got better. And then I had to give him herbs to treat those side effects of the medicine for a little bit. And eventually he was back to normal. And so we did kind of, by trial and error, we figured out that it was the antihistamines that were causing that, those issues. And so, and, and doctors just give them like if it's candy, you know, and they're over the counter and they're, I mean, just the. Which over the counter can cause just as many problems. Oh my goodness. I mean, you know, it, it's really incredible because with herbs, you can totally heal it and be free of it. But with the stores and the antihistamines and aspirin and all that, you're just getting rid of that symptom for the moment. You're not healing anything. And you're going to get it back. It's like taking anti antibiotics. You're going to get it back. That, and that's how the medical profession makes money. Yeah, now you, and then you develop another condition that now they need to treat. And that's a big problem because 
what I tell people with uh, these things that mask symptoms is like, it's like you're in the car and the check engine light goes on and you said, well, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm going to put a post-it over the check engine light. And now you're happy because the symptom is not getting your attention. But guess what? It's not only, like you said, the disease is still there, but it's getting worse and it's causing another problem. And so just like your car, just because you put the post-it doesn't mean it's going to get better. What's happened is now you're all of a sudden you get in your car and it doesn't run and it's completely broken down, right? So it's the same thing. Now I get, you know, now you go to the doctor, well, now I have a prostate issue. Oh, well, maybe you have prostate cancer or maybe you have something else. And now they put you another medication. Oh. And, you know, and it's a, and nobody talks about diet and nobody talks about, okay, what medications were you taking? You know? And again, doctors aren't taught nutrition for health. They, they just don't, they have like an hour of that in the entire four, six years of medical school. It's like, what? So they're, they're making pharmaceuticals. That's all they're learning and the pharmaceuticals are not going to help you. It's going to make your life worse. It's yes. time we be honest about the situation. And that's why doctors have told me, doctors that I've interviewed, if you want to live a long, happy life, healthy, you don't go to the doctors. <laughs> and now there's a time and a place for everything, right? If you're having a heart attack, you don't go to your herbalist. You go right. to... <laughs> Um, and, and then we deal with whatever, you know, they, they tell you. And if you have a car accident too, right, it's a great, so they have their acute yeah purpose, but you're right. I mean, in the long run, they just tend to make you make it worse. And, and it's a struggle. I'll tell you for me, because I'm constantly, clients will come to me and say, well, my doctor said this, and my doctor says that the herbs don't work, or my doctor prefers me to do this and do that. And I'm like, well, and what can I do legally? And this is the way our country is kind of messed up is that legally they have more rights than me. <sighs> and I can, I can get into a lot of trouble saying, well, a doctor, they don't know what they're talking about, even though I do say it. Um, but it is, you know, I'm not legally allowed to, to say that and, or contradict a medical doctor. I mean, I have to. Sure. But, but at the, uh, that's because, they go through all of this school to learn how to use pharmaceuticals. They don't learn how to use Mother Nature. Yes. Mother Nature has been with us for eternity, mm -hmm. and we have gone away from yes. that. The very thing that can heal us, we've gone away from it. This is ridiculous. We have to get back into the nature of yes. healing and pharmaceuticals can't do it and i can say that they cannot do it like mother nature that's yes. end of story i don't care you can dispute me all you want but it's not going to work <laughs> well and even you know there's 25 percent of the pharmaceuticals are made from, from plants but in order for them to make money from them because it's not they can't patent a plant they extract active constituents from the plants and the plants don't work as well because the plant is supposed to be taken as a whole. You know, it has an energy, it has a spirit, it has, you know, it aligns with it. And it has been proven time and time and again. And the perfect example is meadowsweet, which is where the aspirin comes from. And uh, in the willow bark, they have the acetylic acid in them. And so what Bayer did is, well, let me take the active ingredient, mark it as aspirin, and make money off of it. But then aspirin causes ulcers. But if you take the complete plant, it doesn't. Because the plant has other constituents in it that protect your stomach and they coat it so you don't get you don't get an ulcer. So the plant knows best how it should work. And so then 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 we get people saying, Well, plants plants can also hurt. It's like, no, if you know how to use them and use them completely, you know, as a whole. And I mean this is a, a one of the things that I struggle right now with C B D, even though I know it's a great plant. And it does a lot of stuff. It's just one constituent of the plant, not the entire plant. And most studies does, do show that the entire plant works better than the isolate. And so I often wonder what's going to happen because we don't have longitudinal studies, you know, that go 20 years, 15 years after a person has been taking the CBD, that isolate, that constituent by itself. What are the side effects? And then they're going to blame the plant. You know, oh, the CBD cause this, cause that. It's like, well, really, were we 
actually supposed to take just the constituent or we're supposed to take the whole plant? Yeah. Ah, so in the, the whole marijuana plant. Yes. Are we, we're just taking the oil, the extract of it, but we're not really putting the whole thing together. Yeah, and they can make oil with the whole plant or they can make a, you know, but I don't know, right? If this is too new. So, but to me, my gut just says, okay, we're isolating a plant again. And I always go back to, well, aspirin is the, fir the first example that we have. And like aspirin, we have many others. I'm just giving you that as a simple. And, and I'm like, well, logically, it doesn't make sense that we take one constituent out of the plant. And, and so that's why I don't kind of favor it. Now, it's an amazing plant and it does a lot of things. Um, but if it was that good, well, you know, I don't, anyways, I don't want to go into that's a political, uh, con I mean, I, like I said, I love the plant to just don't know if taking one constituent out. Yeah. So there, there's probably a whole bunch of other things that we're missing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Interesting. So what we have learned is that doctors use pharmaceuticals. There's one primary reason why they use pharmaceuticals. One, they've been taught. But another one is that their pharmaceuticals make $6 trillion, $7 yeah. trillion dollars a, a, a year. Do they want you to get healthy? No. <laughs> it's a business. Yeah. It's a business. So Mother Nature wants you to get healthy. Yes. Tony wants you to get healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm proof of it. So it's my grandkid. So, yeah, herbs heal, and yes. it's Mother Nature. That's God-given. It's, it's everything. That's what's important. I want to get the message to everyone out there is that we need to shift our direction and go backwards a little bit, go back to the pioneers, go back. And now, today, there's more scientific documentation on everything. So we need to be focusing on herbs yes. just like what just like what i did with my stepson i know with my stepson my grandson i know that antibiotics will hurt you in the long run it's not going to do any good so why would you even put yourself into that situation mm-hmm Stop completely. Get the diagnosis and run to Dr. Tony. I mean, if you're not taking advantage of Dr. Tony now, you're missing the boat because I'm going to tell you it's easy, it's fast, and you get healed. That's how important it is. Yes. That's yeah. wonderful. And if we want to go back a little bit to the allergy topic, foods that, that you should be eating, you know, during this time of the year, it's a lot of spices like cayenne and ginger wow. because they they break up mucus and they also, you know, they're warming and, and so that it helps get everything out. So just even chai tea, if you want to take a chai tea at night, now chai tea made at home, right? Not the chai tea that you go to Starbucks because that's not real. That's actually corn syrup with flavor and that's more problems but make it at home amazon has a bunch of organic brands that from instant from all the way to uh cooking it and you know depends how much time you want to invest in it and so maybe a cup of chai tea every night to help clear the mucus plus prevent infection because it can turn into a sinus infection um all the all the herbs in there like clove and cinnamon and nutmeg all those are good good herbs for that and you know one thing i found out too that is very important, omega oils. There's have been studies that show that people that have, that take uh, omega, omega-3 in particular, have less allergies. And I have known people that told me that the allergies completely went away just by taking omega-3 oils, good quality omega-3 oil. That's um, fish oil, right? It could be fish and flax. Um, see, Udo's, if you're vegan, there's a, the Udo's brand has omega-3 that is made with plants. Um, so yeah, so it's a, it's a good, a good option. Um, things that, uh, horseradish is another herb that you can, because again, you know, when you take horseradish, it just brings yeah. up question. Uh, don't forget your probiotics or fermented food because again, probiotics boost immunity and that's what you want. You want a strong immune system. Plus the fermented food, it, it will, uh, again, feeds the good bacteria and miso, for example, is a great thing to make. Mm. 
alkaline. Like right now, I drink a cup of miso in the morning instead of tea. Just uh, hot water, and I put in a teaspoon, and I drink it, and it's really good for you. Apple cider vinegar is another thing that makes your body more alkaline, and, and that will help you. Garlics and onions, they have quercetin in it, which is an antihistamine, natural. So if you can eat them raw, you know, you can make a little bit of bread and put some garlic on top or, you know, cook with, uh, cook with onions or put onions in your salad. You know, during this time of the year will be great. Pineapple also have enzymes and, um, you know, a lot of vitamins and minerals that will help you. So those are things, I mean, little things that you could do. And it's not like you cannot not eat anything. It's, it's just be more attention to. And if you concentrate on or look for the organics, you're going to get more vitamin content. More, nu- more nu- um, minerals. Nutrients. Yeah, yeah. And minerals. Everything is just going to, it's closer. It's not drained. Yes. And well, that's important. Right? You don't want the pesticides because that creates more toxins and then your liver gets sluggish and then you have allergies. So it's not a, it's not a great thing. So are you saying, though, that the reason why we have allergies is because of some of it is caused by the pesticides? I think some of it is not everything. It's the toxins in your body. Is your body's full of toxins? It's like the red 40, all the artificial colorings and flavoring. They tax the liver and your body gets a little bit sluggish. And so then it impacts your immune system. So it's not a direct cause, but it is a country. It contributes to it. Especially acquire allergies. You know, if you're born with it, that's a different story. But yes, I mean, toxicity is one of the major things of major causes of diseases, not just allergies, but everything in in this country. Um, Because we're surrounded by EMF waves, food, I mean, it's everywhere. And so you got to take special care of your liver at least, you know, once a quarter to detox or, or, or compensate by eating a lot of greens and you know, dandelion and stuff, just to get your body, you know, compensate for everything that we're exposed to. You know, there's one thing, because we're almost out of time, but I do want to touch base because it's not only health products that you have on your site, you have beauty products too. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I have a couple of, not a couple, I have like 20 or 30 like um, face creams and eye creams and for like your hair and oils and stuff that I make that it's just that I love it. Um, it's not like the main thing on my website, but it is, I love making them and they're all natural, all organic and just no pesticides. They won't, I will tell you, they will not last long, but that's the purpose of it. They're fle- freshly made. Like every month I make a batch. So you're always getting like a fresh product and it doesn't have any preservatives, absolutely no preservatives. So it, uh, that's why it's, they're not going to last a long time, but you're not, you don't want to put something in your skin that's been around for years. You know, it's rancid oil that's going to cause more problems. Yeah, because it goes into the pores, just like the bath, yeah. and you're not doing your body any favor or your face or anything. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that you you have moisturizers and things to replenish the skin. Yes, and body butters. Um, anything related that, that could be considered healing. Like right now, dry skin, everybody's suffering from dry skin. So I, I make like very strong body butters. You know, they're not like the ones you're going to find at the store that have been diluted. This is just all oil and butter, you know, and butters that, you know, uh, shea butter and cacao butter, mango butter, like those rich, you know, coconut oil. So they're very rich, very oily, but that's what you need because you want to nourish your skin. You know, it might look oily, but... I mean, if you water it down, it might look better, but then you don't get all the nutrients, you know. So these are absolutely no water in it. Um, the moisturizers, because they need to be thinner, they don't have water either, but they do have like either rose water or um, witch hazel. So again, no water. I just use other herbs to help it, uh, to help dilute it. But as far as the, the beauty lotion, do you let it seep in? And you're not supposed to really put like makeup on top of it right yeah that's my preference i let it sit sit in and i'll tell you since i started using one of the latest formulas that i create with roses and like argan oil and uh, jojoba oil and rose oil i actually stopped wearing makeup 
uh, I because I noticed that my skin was glowing constantly, and I, and like I even have. You, you don't have makeup on right now. No, like other than my eyes, no, I don't have any makeup. I don't. Wow. So, but what? Wow, you look great. Oh, thank you. But I was actually covering that glow, that natural glow and health with the makeup. I started noticing it's like, huh, I don't look as good once I put the makeup. It might look perfect, you know, and all uh, in one shape, one shape or color. But where's that glow? And I actually yeah. that that natural glow, looking healthy. And I think that's what the that cream gave me that uh, that natural glow. And so I stopped wearing it. I do wear eye color because I love putting eye colors. Um, but other than that, it's like, I'm not even wearing any like blush or anything. I noticed that I have natural blushing cheeks because of that cream. And so yeah, not anymore. Wow. Now that would be so cool. I've got to try that. I got to try. I'm going to send you one then. <laughs> I've got to try it because really I've got makeup on <laughs> a lot, a lot. I want to stop wearing it. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Tony, thank you. We're all out of time, but I thoroughly enjoyed this. I know the audience too. And until the next time you come back on, and really, I want to put this out to uh, the audience. If you have questions or anything that you want Tony to talk about on the air, hey, send it to me. Let me know. And Tony, uh, on the video, we have your address there. But um, tell everybody for the radio where they can get a hold of you. It's real easy, actually. It is. It's, um, you can go either to my website to www.drtony, with an I, Camacho, which is C-A-M-A-C-H-O.com. Or you can email me directly. Just go to Tony at MoonGazingApothecary.com. Okay. All right. That's great because... I know a lot of people are contacting you and, um, oh my goodness, it's because you are changing the way that we look about our own physical well-being and that's so important. Health is right around the corner. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for having me. I loved it. We'll talk again. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.